Welcome to Million Movie Men. Uh, my name's Cody Stevens, and uh, just me this episode. I know what you're thinking. How is it just you when there's three of you? Um, how are you the only one that that made it? Well, I, I don't know what's going on with uh, Chad and Jason. They said something about having to go down to Mar-a-Lago. Something happened in Tuesday. They said they gotta go pr- protect our president or something. I don't know. So hopefully they'll be back to do a to do a, a episode soon, but uh, we're gonna do a special presentation, and by that uh, we're just gonna talk about Cocaine Bear and Elizabeth Banks because I watched a, a Cocaine Bear. I spent twenty five dollars on it. I think it was close to twenty five something something like that, and uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I I enjoyed this movie immensely. Um, but there's like something I want to talk about. And it's this weird thing that's happening. Um, I don't know if anybody else was like me growing up, but uh, you kind of, you put actors into boxes. Does anybody else do this? Where it's like, they have to do certain things or else the, they're not doing great. You know what I mean? It's like when you see um, an actor that's now, like Steve Harvey doing Family Feud. You know, or he has like a daytime talk show. It, it, to me, that's that's down. Which I guess not. I guess I'm wrong because it seems as though he's doing great. Everyone knows who Steve Harvey is now, and everyone loves Steve Harvey and is. Oh my God! You just said something inappropriate, face. <laughs> so everybody seems to really like that. I, to me. That's not, I don't know. I talk about that. It's like Alec Baldwin uh, uh, doing the, what is it, the match game or something like that. It seems like a weird choice. It seems like a a weird career trajectory, in my opinion. Uh, Seems to be working out for him. Um, I mean, (laughs) shoot. There's not a lot that's not working out for Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um... That's what if that was it? That's the whole episode. I did. I just wanted to make that one bad Alec Baldwin joke, and then I'm just like, yeah, that's it. That's good. <laughs> Let's call it. I want to talk about Cocaine Bear because I want to talk about Elizabeth Banks because it's interesting. She's almost fifty. She's forty nine years old, and she's had like a really weird career. Um, first of all, I want to start. I love Elizabeth Banks. Um. She's just now kind of getting into, like, directing, though. I know she produced, like, the Pitch Perfects and stuff like that, which the first one's good. The first one's pretty good. Um, it's still kind of cringe. Anytime there's, like, aqua acapella singing, <laughs> it's kind of uh, a little little cringy. It, especially, it's only cringe when it's not supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, if, you, if you're singing bad, you know, like, if I'm, like... She's all right. She's all right. Cocaine. You know, like that's, it's still cringe, but you're like, okay, he gets that it's bad. But whenever they're like sincere about it, you know, <laughs> it's very weird. There's like a lot, there's like a very thin line you can kind of teeter on there. Uh, Pitch Perfect 2 was pretty much all cringe. And then Pitch Perfect 3, swear to God, had to be written by the same 
uh, had it been written by like Todd Phillips and, and uh, Lord and Miller because th- I don't know if anybody's ever made this comparison, but Pitch Perfect 3 has such a bizarre fucking storyline with Rebel Wilson and her dad. It comes out of nowhere. It comes out of like left fear, uh, field and it's like really strange. It's like The Hangover Part 3. This is a simple movie. They get roofied. They do stupid shit. They got to piece it together. You think you could do that three times pretty easily. But no, no, they chose to do like this crazy grand fucking adventure. And to be honest with you, they both work. I'm a sucker for sequels too. Um, but yeah, no, Elizabeth Banks, she has, she's had a weird career. She's had a great career. I mean, as far as, I mean, as far as, I, I mean, like I'm looking at her I, um, Wikipedia right now. And uh, I think this, this may be her only, this may be her second film that she's ever directed. Now, I brought up the hosting thing because she hosts um, Press Your Luck. And uh, I love Press Your Luck. That's the Whammy show. No Whammy, no Whammy, no Whammy, no Whammy. Stop! Uh, I love that show. It's fantastic. It's just weird to me. I, I'm sure the payday's great. I'm sure it's pretty easy. I mean, she just has a read from cue cards and come up with a silly antidote, you know, gotta be, can't be that hard, um, for me, I wouldn't do it, I could not imagine hosting, like, a game show, it would be really weird for me, I would be very, I, I don't know, because it's not my style, but then again, I say that, and then if anybody wants me to host Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'll do it, for 500 million dollars, your question. If it if it's up and it's up and it's up, then it's stuck. What's sang by what musical artist? <laughs> Megan the Stallion, Cardi B, uh, Nicki Minaj, or C. They're all the same person. <laughs> I I think there's a conspiracy theory. I think. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and Nicki Minaj are all the same women. And it's not because they're black. Um, It's because they're all the same person. (laughs) They rap about the same thing. They're always, like, on tracks together. You know what I mean? Like, they go in the studio. The conspiracy theory is, like, they go in the studio to record, and Cardi B is like, Okay, I also have... Megan the Stallion here. And I just think they're like, oh, that's, you're the same, you're doing all the voices, because it's just the same songs, but slightly altered with a couple thrown in there. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about Elizabeth Banks. Get back on track here. Let me make sure that this is the first thing. Let's see. The Beanie Bubble. That actually be pretty cool. Pebbles. Okay, well, I should have did maybe some more. Um, oh, wait. Dictorial debut. After producing. She. Yeah, so it looks like. She directed, produced, wrote, and starred 
in the 2019 Charlie's Angels, which is such a huge piece of shit. <laughs> it's such a huge piece of shit, and it has one of the worst openings to a movie I've ever seen in my life. It's like that girl power. They like show like a bunch of girls doing things, like, you can do anything. And it's like, it it's so infuriating and so, such like... Um, just in your face feminism cranked up to to a hundred that it just doesn't work like it just makes you irritated i think even most females were like this is fucking dial it down you know what i mean the the opening is so bad that women probably shouldn't be able to vote now just for a little while you know what i mean let them think about that elizabeth banks just <laughs> wrote this piece of shit film, and by the way, I'll watch any film, okay? I mean, we're talking about Cocaine Bear. Uh, but I could not get through Charlie's Angels. There's just not enough there. The story's stupid. The action's pretty bad. Their strength, you know, goes from superhuman to... It's like, it's 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 just weird, you know? I think that's what... What we loved about the uh, the original reboot of Charlie's Angels, man, they will not let this die, will they? Charlie's Angels is just they just fucking picking the bones of of this franchise. Uh, the original Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore, uh, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu, it was fun because it was stupid. It was nonsense. It was crazy, over-the-top, stupid, nonsense, dumb, tomfoolery shenanigans. It worked, too. Uh, this is, let's take it serious, female power, female power, vagina, vagina. And it just don't, you know, there's not enough chinkiness there. And it sucks that, like, Elizabeth Banks wrote this, because I do think she's very talented. She's obviously a very good writer. Um, I'm sorry, no. I do not think that she's a very good writer. Not yet. She's yet to prove that. I think she's very funny, is what I was going to say. I think she is a good director. I mean, it's not bad. It ain't like she's incompetent with the camera. Cocaine Bear is actually pretty well shot, to be honest with you. It's like a, it's like a slasher film, but the, the bear is... CGI'd, and maybe it's not that hard to direct a CGI bear, you know, I'm sure they have something like stand in there, and they, but still, it's, you know, um, I do think she's very funny, she's beautiful, she's, uh, very talented, I mean, obviously, she can host a show, direct, and everything else, um, all at once, so that's cool, but I just think Charlie's Angels was a huge, I'm surprised she's getting a second shot, if I'm being honest with you, most actresses, especially, she's had pretty, she's had some pretty big movies. I mean, other than producing Pitch Perfect, she's been in, she was really great in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, you know? Um, and she was in The Hunger Games. Uh, oh, 30 Rock, that's right. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer is really funny. Uh, yeah, she's she's been in a lot. So, she obviously can do it all. But uh, I think she's really found her niche. I think she's finally found what she what it is she's supposed to be doing, and that is um, directing campy, uh, like just kind of over the top, stupid. It's kind of ironic that that she did Cocaine Bear because Cocaine Bear doesn't take itself too serious. Um, 
and it's funny. Like I said, it's um, it's not written by Elizabeth Banks, but it, it, it's good. It's really good. I had fun through this movie. There's a lot of good jokes, I think, that land. Uh, the kids are really funny. The cocaine stuff is really funny. There's a lot of cocaine stuff because it's about a cocaine bear. Cocaine. Uh, cocaine. The bear being on cocaine. I like the way it ended, too. It didn't end how I thought it was going to. Because at a certain point in the film, I was like, okay, here's the bear's going on a rampage. You know, I thought, okay, well, he's probably going to... Probably going to, you know, go probably going to get a little crazier as we go. But it didn't. It actually grounded itself with like a father-son story, um, like a parent story. It has Carrie Russell in it too, which is crazy. Uh, she's fantastic. She pops up in random shit all the time. She was like just in that movie Antlers. She's just like in random shit. She's fantastic and she's not aging. She's so fucking beautiful. Um... It's got uh, Ice Cube's son, who looks eerily similar, if not is just Ice Cube, because, God, he looks just like his father. It's crazy. Again, not looking so good, this podcast, with me saying <laughs> all these black people are the same people. It's not because they're black. It's literally—look up Ice Cube and his son. They're the, it's crazy. Ice Cube's genetics are so strong that he just created himself again. <laughs> That's how— that's what happened. He just created another ice cube. He had a mini ice cube. He had an ice pebble. But um, um, and then oh, and white people look the same all the time. I mean, Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, uh, a lot of Chris's. How many can I name before I stop? Uh, that's it. Those are the three. <laughs> Do I know any more Chris's? embarrassing but i do think elizabeth banks she did really good on this i really think that she she's on to something here um as far as what she does next i don't know i just know that cocaine bear was actually really entertaining and um you know what i'd like for the because it's gonna probably be a franchise because i think it did really good in box office so they're probably going to want to like milk it for all it's worth. They should just go the Friday the 13th uh, route where it's like none of them after like the first two just don't make any fucking sense and they're just throwing shit at the wall. You know what I mean? Like they should just get crazy. Like Cocaine Bear 2, Cocaine Bear 3, but this time it's in Hawaii. Somehow they got on a boat just just jason it don't explain shit just be like he's now cocaine bear in africa and there's a tribe that like the predator the new prey movie where it's like set back and like the they do that like it's a cocaine bear time travels and he has to fight a group of you know indians and cowboys they have to team up to fight cocaine bear that's what i want because that's just how stupid that they can get it and and so let me tell you the premise of the movie because it's based on a true story. Um, and uh, I, I live in Tennessee. I go to Knoxville all the time. Uh, it was like 1985. There was like a cocaine drop. Uh, the, the plane was going down, so he was throwing cocaine out. And then the pilot jumped and he died. And then the bear ate some cocaine. I think the original story is like the bear just died because... 
cocaine. So I don't think that there's much to to tell there. But uh, the movie picks up where the bear is now just rabid, like he's just a cokehead. <laughs> it's um, he attacks these two hikers. Uh, one of them lives, and then these two kids go and they find the cocaine which is actually a very funny scene because they try to eat it and that's pretty funny uh very bold move too to have two kids uh just eating cocaine that's i I really like that i like the i like when something is bold like that where it's like oh cool you know it's like the 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 first movie i can think of that really made me be like oh my god they went there was the uh, assault on precinct 13 the John Carpenter movie, it's uh, that little girl just gets shot. And I was like, wow. I've ne- I never saw a kid uh, die in a movie before. So that was like, oh, anything can happen. Once that happens, you set up this world where it's like infinite possibilities. <laughs> All it takes is a kid dying in a movie for you to be like, oh, shit's about to get real. You understand what I'm about to do? I'm about to go fucking crazy. Um, so this movie, that, that you know, kind of loosens you up right away with the cocaine and the kids. Uh, so, yeah, so then there's a drug dealer, which is played by, this is, I think this is Ray Liotta's last film. It's super sad. He doesn't look great. You know, I don't know if he was sick. I'm not really sure, you know, how he died, but it's, he doesn't look great. He's very pale, skinny, frail. He's still great. He's still great in this. He's not in it a lot. But when he is in it, it's it's nice to see him. It sucks that, you know, God rest his soul. He was a good fella. And, uh, God, it, it's sad. But, uh, so yeah, no. So after that, so he's the main drug guy. He sends his son, who's played by um, Han Solo, young Han Solo from the Solo film. I can never remember the guy's name. I can't pronounce his last name, so... To Eldrin, something, and then Ice Cube's son Pebble, and Shaved Ice. No, that's what I should have said. I should have said Shaved Ice. Can I take it back? I'm gonna take it back. So it's Han Solo and Shaved Ice. They go to retrieve the drugs, um, and hijinks ensue. Margot Martindale is in this character actress. Margot Martindale. <laughs> Actually, if you ever watch The Americans, it's Carrie Russell's show with Matthew Ray's. I think is how you say his last name. He's actually in it. He's the guy throwing the cocaine out of the plane that dies at the first. So all the Americans are in it. There's Carrie Russell, Matthew Ray's, and Margot Martindale, which is really funny. Uh, yeah. So they go to get the drugs. The bear's going crazy. Um, the little girl and the little boy skip school, and they get separated because of the cocaine bear. And so Carrie Russell, the concerned mother, has to go looking. You know, it kind of reminds me of Jurassic Park in a way. Cocaine dinosaurs would also be a fantastic sequel. You know what I mean? There you go. You do that. You do that. Like cocaine just randomly starts growing, and you have like a, a T-Rex after, you know, like a T-Rex is the only thing that survived because of the cocaine in his system and it brings him back to life. Cocaine Rex. Do you know what I mean? Cocaine Bear is also a really good name for a porn. 
because uh, in the gay community, a bear is just like a fat guy, right? So they could, uh, you know, just be like a fat guy sucking a lot of dicks. Uh, yeah, I, all in all, though, I really do. I really did like this movie. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like a four out of five because it's entertaining. It's fun. It's stupid fun. It's one of those movies you can kind of sit back. You don't have to follow too closely. It kind of holds your hand through the whole thing, but you kind of, you get the premise from the title. As stupid as the title. I love the title, but I get that people are like, come on, come on. But I would definitely, I would definitely watch it. It's definitely worth twenty six bucks. And that is the premise, uh, or that's the special presentation for today. Uh, I thought about it. I was like, can I do an hour? Can I do an hour on Cocaine Bear? I just don't think I can, to be honest with you. I don't think I should. I don't think I should draw it out because it's a very uh, because the movie's not drawn out. It's a tight ninety five minutes probably. Uh, I love Elizabeth Banks. I hope she does write something that's actually good. Um, she should really. I know she blamed Charlie's Angels felon on like, you know, men not wanting to see it. sexism, and that's just not true. Um, it it's the movie's bad. That's go watch the opening. It's got to be the worst opening. Like right after, there's like a bit with like uh, Kristen Stewart and the girl f- from. I actually don't know what that girl's from. Cause I know the Jasmine from the Aladdin live remake. She's in it, but she comes later. They like put the team together, which is stupid too. Uh, if you're gonna do that, you should have. There shouldn't have been any teams already. You know what I mean? They should have just been... It should have just been... Like one girl. And then she's... They're like, oh, you need a team. Or maybe... I don't know. I'm not going to rewrite Charlie's Angels right now. Uh, But yeah. No, it's really bad. It's a really bad movie with the, the worst opening ever. Maybe I can put it on this somehow. Or maybe I can like find it and share it on Instagram. This is just how bad it is because it's so bad. But I really hope she does have a redemption arc. I think Cocaine Bear is the step in the right direction. And I think she's still hosting Pressure Luck, which is, I love. But I just had like this preconceived notion. It's like I grew up like in the, the late 90s, you know, early 2000s. So it's like you had to be... Nowadays, you can saturate the market with yourself a little too much. I think that happens a lot where, uh, you know, it's like The Rock and Kevin Hart. You know, it's like you start out loving them and then you're like, wow, they won't stop making shit. Like, even if it's good or bad, they just won't stop. They will not stop making it. And it's like you get, they oversaturate the market with themselves, especially Kevin Hart. You know, he'll do any fucking movie. And I think it takes away from the art. I really do. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you know, his past specials aren't funny, but you get so much of them that you don't want to go back and watch them. You know? I think that's what Eddie Murphy did so perfectly. People kind of give him shit because he kind of disappeared, but we had time to love him again. You know what I mean? You know, he came back and did a sequel to a movie that didn't need a sequel, nor did anybody... I don't think anybody wanted a sequel (laughs) to Coming to America don't know what i would legitimately 
had took any other movie. I know they're doing another Beverly Hills Cop, which is, could be great. I hope it is. But Eddie Murphy did great, man. He had a string of hits, made his money, and he just kind of disappeared. Sure, he popped up in some shitty movies, some shitty Disney movies, but hey, that's Disney money, baby. <laughs> you make that Disney money. You know what I mean? That superhero money, too. I can't blame The Rock for like doing Black Adam. I blame him for being so confident in it. You know what I mean? Like, he just was like, this is it. Like, this is going to be fucking good. And it's just, you know, calm down. Humble yourself, Rock. Not everything you touch is going to be, it's going to be gold. But, yeah, I just, you know, I grew up with, there's not like a lot of movie stars left. Um, Like, there's no Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, Cary Grant. There's no, like, movie stars, movie stars left, and that's sad. I mean, Tom Cruise is, like, the epitome of a movie star, in my opinion, and he, perfect example. He picks them, or he does a franchise that he knows is going to work. Even Sylvester Stallone was doing good there for a while. I don't like all the Rockies, but they do work, like, most of them. I think the worst ones are, like, three and five. That's pretty cool. The sequel's better than the original, so it's, like, it's it's pretty pretty crazy that he strung together this this friend even the expendables how it's kind of like you know it's over the top action it's stupid it's nonsense it works though it just works and it's just you want you want sylvester stallone and now he's doing that uh tulsa king i haven't watched it i hope it's good i like sylvester stallone i'm not I'm not a huge fan of Taylor Sheridan. I like his movies. He's definitely a better movie writing writer than he is a show writer. Because Yellowstone, that's a whole other video. I would like to go through and just piece by piece uh, just tell you everything that sucks about Yellowstone. But that that would be longer than an hour. But yeah, I would recommend it. Uh, it was a nice change of pace, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, we we talked about this before, how we kind of get tired of the AFI Top 100. Because most of them, some of the movies on there are shit, and it's kind of becoming more apparent. I would say at the end of the day, after we do all 100, there's going to be more duds on that list. It's looking more duddy than I thought it was going to be starting out. I was hoping to... And there are films, like uh, All About Eve. We did that, and that was a surprise because it was actually really good. But it's just, it sucks because you watch these old films, and it's it's nice that they're there. And you can, I'm not saying you shouldn't honor them, because, I mean, sure, go ahead, honor the old films. But you don't have to put them on this list of the greatest films of all time. You know what I mean? And if you're not going to adjust for inflation, basically, like, if, like it's a shame to me that there's a list of the 100 greatest films of all time, and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is not on there. Go to our Instagram, sign the petition, we're trying to get How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days on the list, even if it's 101 greatest films of all time, and it's 101... It needs to be on the list. It's fucked up. Uh, I would also be in favor of taking Bonnie and Clyde or 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, you know, just call me, AFI. We'll sort it out. Go through the details. 
But hopefully uh, the whole crew, the whole Triple M crew will be back. Uh, uh, probably in like two weeks. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to Million Movie Man. Quick episode. Hey, you know, quick little, quick little listen. You can listen to this while you shit. And it's, you know, I take 30 minutes shits. I actually find, I actually like taking shits because it's like, my moment of zen. You know what I mean? I feel like it's the only time I I, I don't get in trouble because I'm not doing anything. My wife can't be mad. I can't help that I've got... I'm pushing out all this fucking devil dookie out of my butt. <laughs> I can't help it that, that I, I have to... You know what I mean? Ex- expunge this demon out of me. So... I really like taking a shit and listening to this stuff. So let this be your your shitty podcast. Your quick little 30-minute podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. And definitely go watch Cocaine Bear. And go sign the petition for How to Lose Guy in 10 Days. If you want to hang out, you gotta take a ride Cocaine Bear. Cocaine bear. I'm trying to pad the runtime because it's like 30 seconds until 30 minutes, and then I could stop it right on the right on the thing. But oh well, didn't make it.